Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest installment of the All Sports Podcast. I am Juan Rodriguez, or JR is what they like to call me. And before we start, I'd like to give out a couple of promos out there, starting with Eposky. That is Eposky. You can find them on Instagram for all your custom cup needs. You got a cool idea for a cup that you might want? Give them a look at Eposky at Instagram. Uh, second one, Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. She ships nationwide. She is an amazing t-shirt designer. So if you got a t-shirt idea that you're thinking of, look her up on either Facebook or Instagram. That is Custom Lily Creations. And then lastly, Happy Hippie Massage. If you're in the Roland Heights area in California, Happy Hippie Massage. You can find her on Instagram. You can Message her for all her rates and prices, and just give her a look. And as as always, we start off with the recap of the game. So the Eagles go on to win 22-21 to after the Giants blow an 11-point lead heading into the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz went 25-43 for two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Boston Scott was the highest rusher for the Philadelphia Eagles with 46 yards and Richard Rodgers with 85 yards off six receptions. So uh, nothing crazy about this game other than what we already know. The Giants can't hold the lead and the Eagles managed to beat a terrible team. That that was pretty much the recap of Thursday Night Football. The Giants were up 21-10 heading into the fourth quarter. They blew it. They gave up 12 points in the fourth. Philadelphia wins 21-22. The only exciting part of this game was Daniel Jones uh, tripping over his own feet. The ghost tackled him or something tackled him. Open end zone. He had grass for days. You probably could have seen, you know, MetLife from where he was at, and he tripped over his own feet. So nothing exciting about this game other than what we knew. The Eagles beat a terrible team, and the Giants are just really that bad. Uh, Without Saquon Saquon Barkley back there, there's no offense. Uh, Evan Ingram looked great, but other than that, there's really nothing to be raving about. Daniel Jones, 20 of 30 for 187 yards, uh, 92 rushing yards. And as far as receiving for the Giants, I mean, Sterling Shepard, 59, Evan Ingram, 46, Golden Tate, just that one crazy touchdown catch that he did for 39 yards. And that was pretty much it. I mean, Darius Slayton was nowhere to be found after having three. He was kind of the odd man out now that Golden Tate's back in the lineup. So other than that, I mean, the Eagles, the game ended on a defensive stop, sack fumble, game's over. Philadelphia 22, the Giants 21. So nothing nothing crazy there. <laughs> Just another way of uh, – the NFC East showing that, um, you know, the division is horrible. And now the Eagles take sole possession of first place with a record of 2-4-1. and one. Yes, the Eagles are in first place with the record of 2-4-1. and one. Now if uh, Dallas beats Washington, which they should, they'll go back to second. But that tie might come down to maybe who gets the division. So... We'll see, but for right now, Philadelphia takes sole possession of first place. And I want to go back to the Giants. Uh, the Giants really, uh, Joe Judge, I know it's his rookie, you know, head coach uh, year, and everything's not going his way right now. Uh, but the Giants do have a decision to make. 
by the end of this season. If they end up with a high draft pick, um, I can see them really considering getting another quarterback in the first round. It's just not working out with Daniel Jones. Look, 20 of 30, 187 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Um, that's that's under 10 yards of throw each completion. And against a very poor Eagles defense, that is not what you want to see from your franchise quarterback. Under 10 yards of throw, you know, he tripped on his own feet. They're one and six now. It's just going to be hard for Joe Judge to uh, come and just by the end of season be like, look, he, I'm going to stick with him. And if that's the case, then they better start building around him. Gettleman's got to go. The general manager's got to go. They got to get a new guy in there. And they got to start building for Jones because if not, then it's going to be another rebuild for the Giants. No other way to say it. For the Eagles right now, you're in first. You play in a whack division. It's a terrible division. And, yeah, that's why you're in first place. Because any other – you guys – if these guys were in any other division, they'd be dead last. <laughs> they'd be dead last. I mean, it's incredible to see the, uh, the NFC East in the rough shape it is. But other than that, you know, good job on the Eagles, I guess. They beat a terrible Giants team, so we'll see what happens now. Heading into Sunday. So, in other news, you know, we got the big storyline coming out today, coming out of Vegas with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Trent Brown hit the COVID 19 reserve list, and John Gruden sent the entire offensive line home as long as well as Jonathan Abrams. So, now uh, the game got shipped over to one o'clock on Sunday. So, they no longer have the Sunday night game. That game now belongs to Seattle going to Arizona. I thought they were going to give that game to the Titans and uh, Steelers. They're both 5-0. and It makes a lot more sense, but, you know, I don't make up the scheduling. So that was just pretty much a lost opportunity in my opinion. But going back to the Raiders in this, um, I might make a lot of fans upset right now, especially Raider fans upset. It would not surprise me if they do have to forfeit this game. And here's why I know I'm going to hear it afterwards is, well, you know, the tie-ins, they had all those players that, you know, had caught COVID and everything. Yeah. But the problem was they caught it. They still didn't have their buy. So they upped their buy against the Steelers. So this game is the makeup game. And they were able to keep that stuff under control for the Raiders. You just had your buy. Yeah, I I do not see where the argument is that the NFL is going to should, you know, do the Raiders any favors. John Gruden already got fined for not wearing a mask properly. These guys were already under watch the second Damon Arnett hit the COVID-19 list. Mar Maurice Hurst just got off the list. So it will not surprise me if by Saturday night, Sunday morning, if there's a test that comes back uh, positive. And if they can't reschedule it for Monday or Tuesday, it would not surprise me if the Raiders do have to forfeit. And I think they should. I think they should forfeit if it came down to it. Um, look, one, teams are trying their best to have a season. And I know the video's out there. I don't know who might have it. But from what I heard is that these guys were all partying, whatever it was. 
and the whole line was there with Abram. Look, we're trying to have a season. The fans want a season. You guys that signed up for this, I know you guys want a season. So when you guys are doing – now, I'm not saying don't go have fun, but, you know, be responsible about it. You know, you got to be responsible about this. And when you're careless and with Trent Brown starting this whole thing, and he was already under scrutiny with the staff because of him not practicing at training camp, and then he got hurt the first game, only played three snaps, and then they just got him back against the Chiefs when they won. And now he's on the COVID-19 list. So the rumor is that inside that building, there is frustration against uh, Trent Brown. And it will not surprise me at this offseason. There is no dead cap. He gets let go after just signing that massive deal he got two seasons or last season ago. So overall, uh, Bill Callahan said this best in 2003 or 2004, I think when he was still the head coach of the Raiders. And it seems like to this day, it's true today. You know, the Raiders got to be one of the dumbest teams in America. And, you know, I'm sorry if I offend anybody with, you know, that terrible, you know, language or anything, but they got to be, they got to be the dumbest team in America. You know, you're in a pandemic. You just saw your teammates from Carr, Waller, Renfro, just get fined, went and just get fined for that um, fundraiser they did because they didn't have a mask. So now you, as a whole unit, with Abram, go out there and try to, I guess, have fun, but in an irresponsible way. I don't know if this is on staff. I don't know if this is on leadership, but, you know, these guys got to be the stupidest team in America right now. And, you know, you guys can come after me, and you guys can check me out all you want, and you're going to be really surprised what you find out about me down the road. But uh, overall, it will not surprise me if the Raiders do forfeit Tampa Bay. You know, they're doing everything they can after their little scare. They're doing everything they can to, you know, have a season for the Raiders in general. If they come back negative, that's great. But even then, would these guys still be even up to par to play? Because all they're doing is just, you know, video they're not doing any training they're not doing any practices with the team so it's you know i know it's only been a couple weeks but that couple weeks ruins your rhythm with the unit and with tampa bay's defense coming in um we'll see we'll see but i would not bet any money that the raiders have a good showing this sunday and it's a shame because they finally took care of a demon last sunday beating the chiefs in at Kansas City for the first time since 2012, and now the attitude is, you know, it was all for nothing. So now they're going to go back to three and three. If everything happens the way it does, they're going to go to three and three, and they're back to square one. So it kind of feels like that game against Kansas City was for nothing. It was for nothing. Yeah, you got the win. That's great. But now you're three and three. Kansas City's probably going to get a two-game lead now, and we'll see what happens. But overall, as far as the Raiders go, it would not surprise me they forfeit, or if they reschedule, it'll probably be a Monday nighter or a Tuesday game, and we'll see what goes from there. But um, I do not see them getting – I do not see the Raiders getting another bye. It would just be unfair to the rest of the league. And for the Buccaneers, it, it would probably help them rest up, do whatever it is they got to do. But as far as the Raiders go – it's either forfeit or you're going to have to play with what you got. So we'll see. That's going to be an interesting to keep your eye on 
of the for the next uh, few days. And lastly, we got the Big Ten. The Big Ten is finally going to make its college debut this weekend. A couple good games out there. We got number 18, Michigan, going to Minnesota. 21-ranked Minnesota, I should say. Um, that's going to be a good one. That's the college game day experience right there. And then we got Nebraska going up against Ohio State. So Ohio State's looking for uh, kind of revenge after that game against uh, Clemson in their playoff uh, game this uh, past year in January where uh, some say that it was a hold, some say it was pass interference, but whatever the case may be, Clemson won. They beat Ohio State, and now Ohio State's trying to come back, and they're going to try to make a push to get into the playoffs again and maybe compete for a national championship. I mean, Justin Fields is a top draft pick as of right now until we see him play. Ohio State's always well coached, so we're going to see how this goes. As far as Michigan goes, um, they're always kind of the, you know, the favorites, you know, with especially with uh, with Harbaugh, you know, being as the head coach, you know, they would think that they would turn it around, but it's kind of the same uh, woes for Michigan. It's always the big hype and then the big disappointment down the road. With Harbaugh there, they haven't been Michigan yet. I am going to go out on a limb here if it's another disappointing year. And I'm not saying disappointing as because they've won. They have winning records. It's just they kind of expected for, to get Harbaugh from the 49ers, an NFL head coach, you know, championship, at least, you know, a championship appearance. They haven't gotten nothing of that yet. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that if it's another disappointing year and they don't at least get into the playoffs, I, I think Harbaugh's going to get let go. I mean, there's no other way around it. You were brought in to, for, you know, to kind of restore the glory of Michigan. And it's been short of that. Like, yeah, winning records are fine, but you can't beat Ohio State, then, I mean, you're probably not the right guy for Michigan. And that's the big game of the year. And what is it now? 0-5. He's 0-5 against them. So, but, you know, a lot of college football this week. You know, some pretty good matchups this week. But overall, I mean, just from looking at it, uh, Clemson's the team to beat. It looks like nobody wants to beat Clemson or play Clemson. Um, but last week, Alabama got a huge victory over Georgia. So if I were to bet money on it, it looks like it's going to be another Georgia or I'm sorry, another Alabama Clemson game. And we'll see. That's That would be Clemson's big test is Alabama. And, you know, they got Mac Jones back there. They got uh, Harris, Najee Harris, who's coming up late. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes, but I can't wait. I can't wait. Big Ten's going to show up, you know, hopefully strong in this opening weekend, and hopefully um, we get some good college games out there. So we'll see how that goes. But as far as everything else goes, um, tomorrow is game three. Of the World Series. We are excited about that over here. Uh, this time, I think the tables are going to turn, though. I do have Tampa Bay winning that one tomorrow. I just think that... Um, I just have this weird feeling about it that the Dodgers are just kind of... Kind of maybe just find a way to uh, blow it. But they'll probably come back game four or something. They always kind of tend to do that. But as far as everything goes... Game three tomorrow. 
And on Saturday, we got a couple, as I mentioned, a couple of good uh, football games. We got Illinois going up against Wisconsin. We got North Carolina State going up against North Carolina. That's a good ACC, number 23 versus 14. Kansas, Kansas State. We got Alabama taking on Tennessee. Um, that's all. Well, it used to be a rivalry, but now it's just, you know, Alabama's other bye week, as they like to call it. Uh, Tennessee hasn't really had good success against Alabama for quite a while. So we'll see what happens there. And then we got Iowa State, number 17, going up against Oklahoma State, number six. We got number three, Notre Dame, who uh, just uh, barely escaped by a win against Louisville last week. They got Pittsburgh coming up. And Pittsburgh, you know, that defensive line is pretty good. So we'll see how Notre Dame can respond back. And then we got, as I mentioned, you know, Michigan versus Minnesota. And then we got number nine, Cincinnati, going up against 16 SMU. Uh, two undefeated teams right there, Cincinnati 3-0 and SMU 5-0. And then we got Texas State going up against BYU. So a lot of good games. There's going to be a lot of good games. And as I mentioned earlier, Ohio State, Nebraska, that's always a good one. That's always a fun one to watch. But other than that, I mean, that, what else is there to say? The... Giants look terrible. The Eagles beat a terrible team. All right. The Raiders just keep finding ways to screw themselves over. We'll see what happens these uh, next couple days. And the Big Ten is back. So it should be a good week of uh, sports. And then tomorrow, as I mentioned, game three. Once the game's over, I'll be back. We're going to recap game three. And then talk a little bit about the sports news going around the world. And then... That'll close out our first week of this podcast show. And I want to thank everybody that did tune in, that has been tuning in, that has sent me message and showing their support, you know, from my day oneers, you know, thank you for all your support for the newcomers. Thank you for joining the family. It's going to be a lot of fun. And like I mentioned, you know, click on the show, click on the tabs. You know, if you click on the Facebook tab, it'll take you to the Facebook homepage of this podcast. And Write in topics, something you guys want me to discuss about, or if you guys want to just get on the show and just see how we go from there. But other than that, that's going to wrap it up for today. But before I go, go back to the promos here. So, again, that is Eposky, Eposky Custom Cups at Instagram. They ship nationwide. So, it doesn't matter if you're in Wyoming, it doesn't matter if you're in Texas, Florida, Maine, Rhode Island, doesn't matter. They'll ship anywhere. That is Eposky Custom Cups in, on uh, Instagram. Then on the second one, we got Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. That is Lily, L-I-L-Y, Custom Lily Creations. And if you guys got a cool T-shirt design, let her know. She'll work something with you, make it, uh, make it happen. And again, she ships nationwide as well. So doesn't matter where you're at. Just give her a follow. and Make a cool t-shirt. And then lastly, if you're in the Roland Heights area in California, Happy Hippie Massage. You find her on Instagram, message her for her rates and hours, and see where it goes from here. But other than that, we will see you guys tomorrow.